Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Vitality with Magali on a Journey. I'm your host, Magali Matthew. Here we cover all things vitality, that is living full of energy. From gut health to spirituality, nutrition to movement, we peel back the layers and unlock ways to heal and feel our best selves, one conscious habit at a time. Stick around, let's dive on in. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode. This is, I cannot believe it, episode 44, and it's the last episode of season one of Unlock Your Vitality with Magali on a Journey. I just want to say thank you, whether this is the first episode you're listening to, or you've been here from the beginning, or you found us somewhere in the middle. I am eternally grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for listening, for being a part of it. It's been such a beautiful journey. I mean, I can't believe it, but around a year ago, I had this dream of making it a reality and really wanting to just share things that I was living and experiencing and also from other beautiful women experts and just share their knowledge and the amazing things that they're living. I really so deeply believe in the power of storytelling and thanks to you listening, (laughs) it's even been just a possibility. And so I'm very, very grateful. And if there is one, only one ask that I can have from you is if you haven't already and you want to rate and review or follow and subscribe, those are things that truly help uh, the show and just help me continue to be able to provide a season two and beyond. So if you're interested in doing that, feel free to pause right now and go do it wherever you're listening on whatever device. And either way, I just, from the bottom of my heart, want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Before we get into this week's episode, which is going to be all about really a little tool actually, kind of a, just a moment to help you tune into what this year has been so far, uh, how you want to finish the year and how you want to plan for the next year coming 2024. I still cannot believe that this is already the month of December. Before we do that, I do want to share a little bit about my vitalized group coaching program because it's truly something that I've created with so much love from the heart and that really has the capacity to unlock your vitality in a whole new way. So this is for you if you feel like you are born for more, if there's this like fire inside of you and you're like, I know that I can do more, whether it's because you're in a career and you want to start your own business or you have this idea and this side hustle and you want to make it happen or you launched a podcast, you want to take it to the next level. If there's some kind of project you want to go from intuition to action, really bringing it to life, This is one of the huge parts of unlocking my vitality that I've learned over the years and coupled with having built multiple businesses, understanding financial modeling, 
looking for really the right customer persona, understanding your niche, how to test things without them being too expensive, gathering feedback so that you can understand how to change your offer. There are so many things to learn that I've created in this group coaching program. I'm also making it a group because I think it's so important to be able to share with others. Obviously, I'm there and I'm going to be helping in really giving you a lot of insights and, you know, there's some modules that you'll be doing on your own outside of the weekly group calls and you'll get to really put yourself out there, do things that might feel a little uncomfortable at the beginning, but with other amazing women who are there to cheer you on, who are there to together get rid of imposter syndrome and all the things that comes with the reality of life and being able to bring something to life. So that's really the aspect from a business part. We talk about things, as I just mentioned, imposter syndrome, setting boundaries, knowing where to say no in other places so that you can say yes in this place. Um, and then there is a whole aspect of really just the well-being. And so what does it look like to build a business without burning out? What does it look like to create things and put things out there in the world and live from a place of abundance versus scarcity? What does it look like to take care of our health in the process? So really understanding like, yeah, let's have a milestone that is and goals that are based on business. And let's also do that for our well-being, whether that for some might be more focused on mental health. Others might be shedding some weight, whatever that is for you. We're also going to learn a ton of things of like how to mix the two together. So how to decide when to launch things for your business based on your cycle. We are cyclical beings as women. And so how to be understanding how to merge the two. The other part is going to be really balancing what we all have within, which is that masculine and feminine energy. And so the feminine being the going with the flow, the letting go, and then the masculine being that action and getting shit done. So how can we merge the two is going to be a big part of the conversation. And then, yeah, things from like understanding how to get more customers to things like understanding your blood glucose levels and why protein is such an important part of the diet and so many things. So if you are at all interested, if you're interested before the end of the year, if you DM me the word podcast, that is your coupon. Uh, I'm doing this last kind of sale until the end of 2023. So you've got about three weeks left, three and a half, I think, uh, weeks left to claim this discount. And that gets you more than a thousand dollars off the six months program. Uh, so if you're at all interested, I'm going to add in the show notes, the Calendly link so that you can apply, which just has a bunch of questions just to make sure that we are on the same page and that this is really makes sense for where you're at in your journey of well-being and uh, business, whether it's a project or a podcast, etc. And then we can get on a call. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. And that is the last thing that I will say is that unlocking your vitality is not just about, you know, it's, it's really looking at a holistic view of the person and what we do and our purpose is a really large part of that. 
And so I'm excited to help uncover it together. All right. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. So the idea here, as I mentioned, is really to look back in the year and get into the next one. So for that, I think it's so important that we get a journal, take your time, feel free to like pause the episode throughout and really, really take your time to understand, yeah, what it is that you're uh, wanting to do in this process. And so if you want to pause and go get the things that you need to get right now, feel free to do that. And let's just take a few deep breaths. So inhaling through your nose, open mouth, two more just like that, letting go, last one, the deepest breath of your day, of your week. (sighs) Beautiful. So I'm going to share my process and then the idea is that it's a little bit more of like a practical way to do it. Um, Obviously take what works for you and what feels good and let go of the rest. The way that I love, first of all, I every year find a way to have a word of the year. And before I get to have the word of the year, I go through the process of kind of looking back and understanding the different things that I can create to get there. And so the way that I like to look back is actually to make, and in my journal, write a page of looking back at the top, just looking back and then putting each month of the year. So January, February, March, et cetera. And writing like my top highlights and lowlights. So what were some of the top things in January, some of the lowlights, and then go on with each month. What I personally do is if you know me at all, you know that I take a million pictures. And so I actually tend to just go back on scroll down in my photos app and it really helps me to remember like what did I do this year and I like to, usually a lot of highlights are things like travel or what we did, where we went, and a lot of things in my lowlights, even though they might not be captured, because the pictures help me like remember the things that happened during those months, it's really helpful. Yeah. I also actually look at my calendar too, to understand like what was happening at different moments of the year. Um... And so if you want to take a moment to just like pause and do that, I'm not going to take you through all my highlights and lowlights of my life. (laughs) I think there was a lot of really beautiful things. One of the big ones is this year was a big travel and family year, which is really funny because it's the year that I thought I was going to be stuck in the country and not moving and not seeing my family a lot and not traveling outside of the U.S. a lot. So it's really interesting how, yeah, things change and have adapted. I think when I also look back at some of the specific things, there is a lot that come, yeah, from the travels and a lot of ideas and things that have come from that. And so I remember again how important traveling is for me personally, and it's where I choose to, um, yeah, spend my money and my resources and 
It's something that's always fed my soul. So once you've done the like kind of look back of each um, month, the way that, as you know, I'm all about holistic, looking at our person as a whole. And so when I also look back at the year, I look back at things from a mind, body, and soul perspective. And I actually set goals and intentions for each of these categories. I'll kind of break the categories down for you. Obviously, you need to do whatever works for you. For me, the mind category is anything that I need to use my brain for. And so a lot of that is around my business. A lot of that is also around just continuous learnings. Like some of the things that I did this year looking back is I went to this beautiful Wisdom 2.0 conference. I did a lot of like the Gabor Mate uh, trainings. I I started the podcast. I started the newsletter, my Substack on a weekly basis. I had a lot of one-on-one coaching for the first time. I built my group coaching course. So what are the things that I did from a mind perspective? And not just like first, what I do is I list all of them. And so this is where my calendar helps me a lot to see like what happened and what I did, whether it's like projects I worked on, all the events that um, I did with Mel, like so many of those things. And then I tune into each of these different kind of like I have buckets within those because, for example, going to South by Southwest and Wisdom 2.0, like those were really big conferences. And then I remember how I felt during that or after that. And it's a reminder for me to then plan on the next year, the things that really fed me versus the things that depleted me. And so looking at a conference like Wisdom 2.0, it was so inspiring. And I felt so much like I was around my people, around my community, around the things that I needed to do. And so that has been really interesting for me because I actually just signed up to a beautiful event that is happening in Feb, no, March, I think March, um, in San Diego, which I'll tell you more about next year in the podcast, but it's all about somatic healing, which is a part of healing that I want to get into more and more because I know how deeply impactful it is. So the reason I kind of go back that way is because it really helps me to make decisions for the next year. And an example I'll give you for events is at the beginning of this year, when I did my financial modeling, events was a part of earnings. And I thought it was going to be a place where I would be able to maximize or get profit. Not that that was like the initial plan for it, but I thought that it was a part of my income, let's say a part of, it was just a line on my financial model. And then I realized that actually the benefit of events for me this year has really been about building community. So more on the marketing sense and not actually necessarily a return directly in terms of having a return uh, for each event, but actually a massive return because I'm having tons of clients from those, etc. So how can you look at each thing and within the mind categorize the different things that you're working on and understand from an energetic perspective what resonated and what you did that you also 
yeah, depleted you, took a lot of energy from you that you didn't enjoy. And we all have some of those things that we didn't enjoy, but that as, you know, part of the big picture makes sense. And so, you know, one of the things that I really needed to do was register my business, like do all the paperwork. Did I have fun doing it? No, but it's something that continued to allow me to, yeah, just set all the foundations and all the things that are needed. And then understanding also, like, for example, if I look at the podcast in the mind section of my year, at the beginning, it was taking me a lot of time because I was doing the recording and the editing. And I had a lot more time at the beginning of the year because I had less clients, etc. And then it got to be, okay, I actually need to be, because when I look back at the podcast as an example, under the mind section, I very clearly see that, you know, at the beginning I had a lot more time. And so I dedicated time in terms of editing and all the social media and everything with it. And then there got to be a point where I was like, okay, in order to make this sustainable, as I'm continuing to grow the rest of my business, get more clients, there is a part of it that I need to delegate. And this is where I delegated and hired for the editing of the podcast, which you've been hearing since May, it's being edited by Avi. So what are the things that you also look back that allowed you to make it sustainable or in the other way around, what are things that felt so depleting when you're looking back that you're like, oh, right, this is taking way, way too much time. It's making way too tired. Like, is there a way that I can delegate? Is there a way that I can change this up? So I think those are the ways that I wanted to share and express how I look back at this each section. So energetically, was it giving me energy? Was it depleting from a learning perspective? How did it make me feel? Did I get inspired by it? Did it make me want to do more? Did I learn something new? Did it, yeah, change the direction of what I was going to continue to do? And then I do this for each section. So body, I think that's like a little bit easier to picture in that it's everything affecting the physical. So whether that is, I consider nutrition, recipes, everything to do with also movement, circadian rhythm, body image. For me this year has been a lot about going from my gut health journey. I did so many tests. I figured out I had SIBO end of last year and then went on a, the biphasic diet, which is another elimination diet. And then was like, connecting back to my word of the year, which is intuition for 2023, I was like, oh, right. This makes no sense. Like actually following a restrictive diet is getting me away from my intuition and is not what I'm in need of at this moment. What I want to figure out is intuitively, how can I feel my best? How can I connect to the body shape that works for me? And what happened with part of letting go of the restriction from kind of one day to the next, I think was this like counterbalance of like, oh, I just want to do whatever I want, which then made me gain weight. And so I've had like weight gain and fluctuation throughout this year and therefore a lot of body image stuff. I chose to do a half marathon. Like I see goals like that also in the past years, some of the goals for my body has been like, getting to learning how to do a headstand or 
yeah, I think sometimes like the physical and the movement, it can be easier to plan it out. But another thing I had as a goal was like, try something new. And I did reformer Pilates this year. Also, I wanted to surf. And so I wanted to try surfing, made it only did one moment at the end of December, but still it happened. And then again, looking back at that, thinking like, okay, emotionally, especially in this one, emotionally, energetically, like what felt good, what didn't. And I really, really can see how from just a body perspective, there's been a lot of shifts for me this year. And whether, you know, you're listening and you've had like check-in, have you been sick a lot this year? Has your body been trying to tell you things that you haven't been listening to? Maybe even looking back at like each month this year, like seeing how many times do you think that you got a cold? How many times do you think you felt run down? Or did you feel on the other hand, like, oh, wow, I had a, even if I had a million things going on overall, I've had a ton of energy, just checking in with whatever the physical has meant for you. Another part of it for the body section, it's like home cooking versus eating out. Yeah. How you're fueling your body. Also the different kinds of movements. Like, have you been trying different things? as I'm understanding a little bit more like my gut health and thyroid journey, I'm also understanding how low impact can be a lot more beneficial for me in this period, in this season of my life. And again, as a reminder in all the things, the idea is to really connect back to understanding. So without judgment, just with pure love for ourselves, what are the different things that we've learned. Like, I guess I should have said this at the beginning. And it's like, can you just take a moment to place your hands on your heart and look at yourself with pure curiosity, no judgment, just like, I want to learn. And I'm grateful for everything I've gone through, whether some of the things I did on purpose or not, as like, again, a curiosity and a learning and a willingness to be open, to understand the things that continued to little by little unlock your vitality and the things that didn't. And either one of those is okay, right? It's not about judging the ones that didn't and say to ourselves and harm ourselves by saying, oh, you did too much of this. It's like, okay, I did a lot of that and I don't think I want to do as much of that in 2024. And that's okay. I needed to go through everything that we went through in 2023 to be able to see that this has been something that I'm willing to now let go of. So bringing a lot of curiosity to our learnings. The next section is uh, the soul. This one encompasses a lot for me. It's probably one of the most important. And this includes everything from spending time with family, community, friends, really that aspect of like relationship and being in relation with others. And I, this was a huge year for me in terms of that. I was so determined to make 2023 a year of building community. And I really did it. Like I really, at the end of 2022, we were coming back to San Francisco or the Bay area. And I was like, I know that now we're here for a while and I long for community. I want to build community. This is something that's so important to me. 
And so I focused a lot on it, both on the professional and the personal sense, like really dedicating times to friends and family and continuing to grow and inviting and hosting and yeah. And again, looking back at that and seeing like, okay, are there, you know, what kind of energy were you getting from different kind of people and what feels right and what doesn't? So that's one big aspect of it. Another big aspect of it for me has been Reiki and becoming a Reiki master this year. And that is kind of in the sub bucket, if I can call it that, of spirituality. It's also spending time in nature is so soul fueling for me. Meditation, oh my gosh, I like have not meditated in the last few weeks. It's been a lot of travel with being in Miami and Oh my God, I just realized I haven't at all talked about that in this episode, (laughs) but that's not what this episode is about right now. And it's been, I can tell like the impact that it has so easily. The other big thing for me that's around um, my soul is therapy, continuing to uncover my shadows as well as couples therapy. We, it was the first year of getting married, like there was, or of being married, There was a lot going on, a lot of things that we needed to uncover and take the time to look at, honestly. And then another big part was like tending to my home. That's something that is, that I consider in the soul, anything that's related to your home life. And for me, it was building this balcony project. If you're on social media, you know that I built I mean, I built, it's a big word. I bought a bunch of things in Ikea to make our balcony like a wooden balcony and to make it really cozy, to have a lot of plants and take care of our plants. And that was a really powerful thing that really also helped with my reconnection to nature, spending a lot of time hiking, spending time on my own in nature, going out for long walks. Yeah. And I think also a lot of family time as like, I feel like therapy and family slash friends and just being in relation to others, there's been a lot in that therapy helps uncover and then you're able to accept people differently. You're able to see relationships with a different eye. And also maybe what are the relationships you've had to let go of? Whether you've had to let go of a relationship partner, whether you've really craved a relationship partner and you haven't found that person, whether... It's been letting go of a friend or accepting a changing relationship with a friend or same with a family member. Have we had loss? Like there's so many things that come with the soul aspect. And I think it's the one that when I talk to people, they're most likely to be like, oh yeah, like that one's going to be quick. Like usually people think the mind one is the one that they spend the most time on. And I just want to challenge that a little bit, like really connect to the things that are around your soul. And so again, some of the sub buckets for me are everything that links with spirituality, with connecting to my higher self, to just feeling really connected and at home in my body. Anything that's to do with Reiki for me, therapy, being in a relation to others, whether it's friends, family, yeah, community, all those things, tending to the home, any projects that have mm, felt just soul fueling and giving. So that's the second part of it. So again, the first part was month by month highlights and lowlights. The second part is mind, body, soul in overall in 2023. And then the third part is looking at the word of the year in relation with everything that I did. 
So mine was intuition. And so looking back at my highlights and especially my lowlights for me, what were they? And how does that correlate with the word? Like, was I not in accordance with that or not? And how to continue kind of understanding. And then with the mind, body, soul, especially if as I build goals for them, how were they in relation to really the word? And because for me, the word of the year is like a feeling more than anything. And so once I did that, I take a little break (laughs) usually. And then I'm like, either I like rip it apart or I just turn the page and create like a big new blank page. But there is like an importance in the ritual of just starting fresh and then putting 2024. And sometimes I actually do the same of January, February throughout the whole year. But instead of doing highlights and lowlights, what are things that I know that I'm excited about that I already want to happen? So whether it's like events that I want to do or travel, places I want to go to. And so obviously the lowlights, like you can't plan for, so I don't rate those. But just like, what are some of the things I want to do? Maybe it's just like, oh, I want to take two weeks off here and there. You know, if you love fall and you want to go see the fall colors wherever they are, like just little things that throughout the year you were wanting for yourself in each month is something that I love to do. And then I connect to the mind, body, soul again, but this time looking forward. So from a mind perspective, what are the things that you're wanting to create? What are the things that you're wanting to learn to to improve on? Whether you're in a job or you have your own business, like Are you seeking promotion? Are you wanting to work on this specific really cool project? Are you wanting to like try and volunteer or do the side thing to learn more about a specific? Yeah, there could be so many ways. Do you want to launch a podcast? Do you want to invest in working with somebody? There is so many different ways that you could look at that. And so just taking some time of also maybe looking at it from a, you know, Where do you want to be in this moment in one year with everything to do with mind? So your work, your learning, the things that, yeah, light you up and that continue to unlock your vitality from a mind perspective. And then I do the same with the body and the soul. Um, So again, body could be whether it's like a race or training for something, or if you want to start something new, or if you want to have a new routine, or if you just want to keep what you did last year because you looked back and you really loved what you did last year. Maybe there needs to be more self-love in terms of body image. Whatever it is, just connecting to the different things. Also, it could be like very practical, like, hey, this year I did not eat at home enough because I hate grocery shopping. So it's like, all right, can I order groceries instead of, you know, buy groceries? Or can I do like a HelloFresh or like an at-home cooking box kind of thing? Can I, I don't know, work with a nutritionist? Like there's so many ways to understand the different things. And then from a soul perspective, again, what are in terms of community, whether it's connection and being in relation with friends and family and even maybe coworkers or just building your community. What about, you know, things like a spiritual practice or mindfulness or therapy, or there are so many different things that you can try and how are you connecting with nature and 
I think for me, one of the things for 2024 that is already coming up is how can I be kinder to Pachamama, to Mother Nature? How can I do more? I feel like when I was vegetarian, because I was vegetarian for the planet, it felt like the big thing that I was doing. And then also because I was, I guess it was very present because I would like think about it with every meal. I think I did more. And so that is one big thing for me um, that fuels my soul connection to nature and just being able to do more for Pachamama. But yeah, what are some of the things, how can you tend to your, to your home and to your soul and to continue to unlock that? And then once I have all those things, I actually set little goals. I set one to three goal for each. And what I do, which you know if you've listened to the first episodes of the show, is that I look back at those from a monthly, quarterly, and biannually mid-year check-in. I don't know what word I'm looking for. But basically, I look at it every month and then three months and then six months. And it's really, really helpful to just like put things in perspective, understand what works and also what I thought I wanted and then what changed because I'll say this again and again and again forever and ever. Like for me, the point of goal setting is not to make the goal happen, but it's to help create little habits and choices that get you closer to that goal and to look back if you haven't made it happen or if actually that goal changed because so much can change. We don't have to be the ones creating, like it's not because you said something, you wanted something six months ago that maybe you don't want it anymore, or maybe you still want it and you haven't put in the work. And so then it's a reminder of like, right, doesn't just happen on its own. I actually need to make it happen. So yeah, that's kind of the way that I do it. And then once I have the one to three goal for each, the mind, body, and soul, I work on my word of the year. Honestly, Usually by then I know my word of the year. I think I already know it, but I will go through a deeper version of this exercise. I just did like kind of a shorter version to remember and do this podcast, but we do still have a few weeks out of the year. And so I'll do it again, especially as my birthday is December 30th. I think for me, the year feels like just looking back feels extra special because it's not just, yeah, it's like my birth year and the year or my birthday and the year. And, but then I connect to the feeling that I want to feel for 2024. So I look at all my goals. I look at the highlights that I'm wanting to happen. And then I tune in really to what that feels like. And usually a word comes from there. If that doesn't for you, some of the ideas that I have is to write down a little bit, like journal a little bit on the feeling, and then maybe write a phrase in terms of an intention. So like, For last year, you know, it was intuition. I think that word came pretty easily, but it could be like, okay, I want to make decision based on how I feel and like the inner knowing that I have. And so eventually that led me to what does it look like in one word? Like sometimes it's really helpful to just kind of journal about it so that you have a few sentences and then eventually you come to one word and you can also like leave this alone and come back to it. But yeah, that's my process. And I can't wait to share with you my word of 2024 once I'm for sure that it's that. Because it's happened to me also that at the beginning of this like 
going through this process. I have a word that I think it is. And then I go through the whole process and actually the word is different because I hadn't done the work of like looking back and then looking forward. So that's basically the way that I do it. I'm just looking back at my notes, but I think that's pretty much everything. I'm so curious if you do this, please let me know. Let me know how you enjoyed it, things that you would have done differently or what you added to it because the idea is this is like an idea and you need to make it your own. But yeah, I just want to again say a thank you so much for being here. I cannot believe I'm like almost getting emotional. I cannot believe this is the end of the first season and that you've been listening, whether again, this is your first one or you've listened to more than one from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. And we're going to take a four week break. I'm really excited. Going to have our big trip to Thailand with my family and there's so much going on and it just felt really important for me to take a few weeks off and being able to reconnect and just let go. I think it's so important to take time off, especially when it comes to creativity. And I already have some amazing guests that I'm going to be interviewing a few in the next week so that the beginning of the year isn't stressful. And I can't wait to share these amazing people with you and their amazing expertise. If you want to let me know what your favorite episode of the season was, I would love that. Again, if you're feeling called to share and review and all the things, those are things that really help the show. So I hope that you have a beautiful end of this year. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.